Welcome to the Life Family Church Sermon Podcast. If this is your first time listening, you can check us out on our website at lifefamily.church or on Facebook at LFC Beardstown. Now let's get right to the message. And I'm talking about the mind and our thoughts, uh, renewing the mind, however you want to say it, how we think. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. That if this ain't right, it don't matter how many Holy Ghost services you get in and how many times you go out in the Spirit. If your mind and your thinking is not right and with in line with God's Word, then you're not going to experience and walk in consistent freedom. Period. Now, I'm not talking about if you're dealing with... Uh, I'm not talking about if you have... Uh, or dealt with, you know, mental issues, depression, or anxiety. I've dealt with that. When you're in that state, that's a physical thing. That's not a, that's a, now, now let me say this. Let me back up. People can get depressed and make themselves depressed by sitting in the mully grubs and feeling sorry for themselves. You can look at your life and just sit there and think and think and think. Now, that's stinking thinking versus a chemical imbalance or something physical, your stress, a nervous breakdown, what anxiety, bipolar, those, you need a healing from that. That's a physical healing. That's not, oh, I just need to renew my mind more. Now, you can renew your mind to healing, right? But, it's, it, you know, so I'm not talking about, I'm talking about every day when you're, you know, you're normal, uh, you're going about life thinking nothing's going on, but you just let the devil and let your own thoughts and let the world dictate how you decide what's going to happen in your life, not what God's word says. And Paul talked and talked about this. And and it ties in with what we're talking about today because we're talking about declaring what God has done and what he's doing. And several did based upon his word, right? Two ladies there sharing. uh, Our other sis, you know, declaring what what the word of God says. Not so much how we feel about it. To determine whether it's true or not. Uh, I have purpose in my heart on days that I haven't felt like being free. Like I'm not free. I don't feel free. And I would literally say out loud, I don't care how I feel. Shut up feelings. Shut up emotions. You're so fickle from day to day. The real me, the real Brandon, the spirit man, not the physical, not the mental, the mind, the emotional, the brain, but the real me is going to control my life today. And I speak the word over myself. And you're going to feel right. <laughs> and, and three hours later, you're, not, you're feeling worse. And I say, I don't care. I don't, I don't walk by how I feel. I walk by what the word says. So I'm going to be happy. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to fake it till I make it. People are saying, are you just faking it? No, I'm acting like the word is true. I'm not pretending like the word is true. I'm acting. There's a difference. I'm not pretending. I'm acting like the word of truth is true because it is. And the more I react and act on my faith and what I know to be true, not my feelings or emotions that might feel great tomorrow because everything's going dandy. But yet on Friday here, (sighs) the yo-yo, that all comes back to our mind and how we think. And so... A renewed mind, listen to this, a renewed mind, a, a, a truly renewed mind, I'm not saying 
and let me clarify this, doesn't question, doesn't doubt, doesn't reason. It hears quickly and it accurately and obeys. And what I mean by that is uh, that you're never going to get a, a negative thought or a crazy thought or a reasoning thought or anything like that. You don't, you don't adopt it and go, well, why didn't God do this? Do you see the different attitude of the thought coming and wanting you to reason God's word and go, no, I'm not going to receive that. That's doubt, unbelief, and I'm not, and it's reasoning, and I bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Versus, well, I guess that could happen. Now you're adopting the devils. Did, I mean, did he say that you couldn't eat of that tree? He said it would do what now? Make us like, oh, yeah, he doesn't want you to be like him. The reasoning, the arguments, the, the, those thoughts that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. And so, look at the mind as a filter between what God says and what your flesh says. You need to look at your, your mind and your thinking process between what God says and what your flesh says. So, let me, let me say it like this. So, I might wake up one day on the wrong side of the bed, as we used to say. He woke up, woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And you might feel disgruntled. You might feel hurt. You might feel bad. You might feel sick, right? But a mind that just got renewed the day before on the scriptures goes, you know what? Lord, you know this situation. You're going to take care of it. Versus one that says, oh man. Yeah, I know what God's word says, but my flesh. You see what I'm saying? So a mind renewed after God's word quickly goes, no, what, what does the word say in this situation? Versus what does my flesh say? You see why some Christians are depressed or down or, or defeated all the time? I know because I went through this. I was raised like this. If you didn't have a band going, if you didn't, if you didn't feel, whoo, glory, you didn't feel the power in the building, and you didn't go down and pour your heart out to God and ask forgiveness all over again, and you didn't feel them just right, then something was wrong in your life. That, that's the truth. Nothing, nothing's wrong in your life. You just ate some bad pizza, and so you have upset stomach. You don't have, you know, you don't have, you know. <laughs> it doesn't mean you lost your salvation or somehow God's mad at you or anything. No, it's just. And when I got this message later on in my early adulthood, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like such freedom. This is so much freedom. There's no more bondage to my, why? My thinking had changed. I didn't get no more Holy Ghost or no more saved than I did at that moment than I did at 14 years old or 12, whenever I was 13 or 14, when I really gave my life, got serious about God. And up to age 20, when I heard the message, you know, of, of faith and, and we have the victory through Christ Jesus, our Lord, and and, and believe in the word over, you know, your emotions. And my word changes not. And it, 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 God cannot lie. And like, okay, yeah, he can't lie. That's right. And if he says I'm righteous, I'm righteous. And he, if he says there's therefore now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, why am I feeling condemned all the time and beat up? He said there's no more condemnation if I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. I've asked forgiveness for my sins. He hears me. Then I'm okay. He loves me. Then you start reacting from a place of joy and love and peace. 
because all because your mind got some information. Truth, biblical information. Amen? I mean, we could stop right now, 1104, and say, whew, that was good. Let's just go home. We had church, and we have. And I am not going to preach long today. Uh, Romans 12.1, this will be our theme scripture, Romans 12.1. This is the NLT version. If you have your Bibles or your tablets or you want to write it down for later, Romans 12.1, you know this one. But the NLT says, don't copy the behaviors uh, New King James Version, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, okay? Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Okay, now stop right there. This is written to Romans. Romans, you know, Rome, Romans, Paul wrote a letter to the Roman church, you know. They're Christians. They're already born again. For the most part, I'm sure there's ones that are not, not, but but he says, let God transform you. Now, we could say, now, hold on, I've been transformed. You, you know, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, you even, you know, Brother Paul penned the letters of, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. I've already been transformed. But he's talking about something else. He's talking about the way you think, not your spirit. Okay, your spirit man is perfect. God, uh, through Jesus Christ, when you got born again, his spirit came in and renewed your spirit. You are perf- as perfect as you can get. You will get no, your spirit will get no more saved or no more perfected. Your spirit. But you can perfect your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. It's like saying, uh, you, know, I'm, I, uh, you know, Debbie is more, more saved than Caden. Well, how do you determine if you're more saved than another person? Oh, what you're talking about, you've been sanctified in your walk with God. You've grown in the things of God, in the Word of God, and you're more of a mature believer. But they're saved the same. You're either covered in, uh, in the blood of Jesus or you're not. It's like not, not a spot of blood on your shoulder there, you know, that's cleansed you. You know, you're just a little bit saved. You know, no, what we're talking about, your flesh rules you and your mind rules you more than your spirit does than another Christian, right? So what is the separation? And Paul is saying right here, he says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think, not by getting you born again. He didn't even say by getting another dose of the Holy Ghost. That's all we need is another dose. And we do need another dose. Every day I need a dose of the Holy Ghost. I say it every day. I say, Holy Spirit, I need you. I thank you. I submit myself to your work in my life. I, I am dumb. In all matters of life, I consider myself dumb. You're the smart one. You guide me today, Holy Spirit. I say something to that, you know, to set my day off right. So we're not talking about, oh, he, he said no by changing the way you think. You ever seen, any, seen anybody, you know, uh, you know, we call them baby Christians because they just got born again and they maybe still have some habits, you know, uh, that, that are not holy or, or godly or their speech or something like that. It's not that those habits are, you know, are going to send them to hell or anything like that. No, they just need to get, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of this. Uh, there is a, a minister that I know who, uh, uh, well, it was public information. I can say it was on his Facebook page. It was the bear man. A Jim uh, James, I keep on calling him Jim James Van Steenhouse, and uh, 
he's been saved five or six years now. Uh, been sharing his testimony and everything. But he's, he's in a, still in a growing process, he said, to his own credit. He says, I'm still growing in the things of God and renewing my mind and everything. And he still was dipping snuff. People say, oh, a minister? He'd be getting all those. How did he get all those people saved dipping Copenhagen? I don't know how he did that, right? I mean, he didn't get up in the pulpit and go, you know, y'all need Jesus. <laughs> you know, it was just something he did in his own personal time on his farm and everything. And he wanted to go deeper in the things of God. And he felt that that Copenhagen was a crutch for him. In his flesh. Just like cigarettes. I need it. I need it. It's, it becomes like a, a crutch of your flesh man. Not your spirit man. It's not sending anybody to hell. It's like alcohol. I need some wine every night to relax me. Well, so that, see, those things become an idol. And if you don't have those, then you, you can't feel good or act right. I could get on some coffee here. Oh, boy. Right? I got to have my morning coffee or look out. Right? I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I ain't going to meddle here. But his was, you know, anything, anything can become an idol to your life. Well, I need my downtime, and we do need downtime. Jesus had downtime. He said, let's go away from the people into a... He said he, when John the Baptist was beheaded, he said he went to a solitary place. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying, if you need something... And if you don't have that something and it's not Jesus or the Word of God or the Holy Spirit, then could it be a crutch to you? That's all I'm saying. I didn't say it was a sinner or you're less than a Christian. I'm just going back. So James Vanstenhouse, the bear man, mighty minister, thousands have been saved under his ministry. 150-something came down here. And he did this like two months ago. He showed a picture of that Copenhagen on his Facebook page. And he said, we're done today. Or something like, or like it's over with. You know? And God spoke to his heart. You know, same thing. I can tell this because Jimmy shared it publicly many times. Uh, and Jimmy had to go somewhere after this. Uh, I, I said, he told me, he said, I got to slip out. I said, good. At least I won't know. I'll know it's not my preaching. You might hurt my feelings that you're leaving. Praise and worship leader. But he had to go. But Jimmy's told many times, you know, he was an alcoholic. And after he got saved, he was still, he wasn't, uh, I don't think drinking like an alcoholic, but he was still drinking here and there and he had a beer in his hand and all of a sudden the Lord spoke to him and says you don't need that anymore I'm all you need Amen. and Jimmy said I never had another drink after that right and so to him it was a crutch you know it could be a hobby anything like that uh, but, but talking about a renewed mind and it says let's read on uh, it says uh yeah, uh, don't be uh, compared. Uh, find it. God transforming into a new person by changing anything. Then you will learn to know God's will for your life, which is good and pleasing and perfect. What's the then part? There's a good chance that if you don't renew your mind, you will not experience all the good, the perfectness, and the awesomeness of God in your life. Is that not true? I mean, can we? I mean, that's just pretty much common sense there. 
And so a lot of that has, I, I, can, I could give you example after example after example after example where this scripture is true and bears out in, in, in someone's life. I could have issue with uh, my temper. I could have an issue of, of being sensitive, oversensitive to people's words and, and being hurt all the time. Maybe some insecurity issues. If my mind is not renewed to God loves me, it doesn't matter what people think. People are going to say what they say. But every time I get hurt, I get jaded, I get offended because my mind and my, my, my emotions it, uh, it is determined whether they feel good based on how somebody treats me versus what God says about me. So that's a renewal of the mind process. So can you see how easily you could come out of a good service, experience God, the peace and joy of God, and then find out on Monday that uh, a group of people have been talking about you behind your back and you just lose all that peace and joy. It just drains out like a sieve. But you go, you know what? People are going to talk about me. You know, if you made a mistake or did something dumb, then you can make it right. But if this people are just being mean and just being fleshly and carnal and backstabbing you know you know Jesus said basically you know they persecuted me they're going to persecute you just get rid you know if they spit on me you know they're going to spit on you you know uh talking wise and saying you know about you and, and and berating you so that's a that that is not oh I need you know I need another touch of God no you just need to renew your mind to who you are in Christ Jesus you see where this is the key and how you think this is key to like, I mean, it's key to transformation. It's like God transform you by the way you think. And so I, every morning I made a list of scriptures that minister to me. And I go over those scriptures just about every morning or at some point in the day. I go over those scriptures and they have to do with my thought life. They have to do with who I'm in Christ. They have to do with my authority. They have to do with my finances. They have to do with my health. They have to do with who I am in Christ. Because I want to reinforce those thoughts every day more than the thoughts that are going to be reinforced in life for that given day. Because the ones that are going to be reinforced is, you know, this happened, this happened, so-and-so is not, you know. I got, you know, all of us could write a book. I'm going to end right here. We could, it's, you know, we could write a book. You could give me a 20-page report of the bad news or things that weren't good last month, over the last four weeks. Give me some situations. And it might be family situations. It might be financial. It might be physical. We could all write a book over those things, right? And so you have to remind yourself. You have to, you have to let the Word get in your mind and your heart so much that you believe it more than anything. Somebody could come up, come up to you. I remember uh, Brother Hagen. He told this story one time. He said, you know, the, the Lord just set him free from worry. He, you know, he worried and he got, that, he got that revelation of trusting God and trusting the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. All your ways and all areas of life. Acknowledge him and he'll guide and direct your path. So he got that lesson. He said, man, I'm not going to worry about anything. And... Uh, he was, he, you know, uh, I guess Aretha, his wife, would bring up stuff to him. He said, well, we'll just trust God or something like that. And they were going in the door from church one, uh, one uh, Sunday, I guess, or coming back from somewhere. And she says, you know, you, you, it's like you don't care. Don't worry about anything. She's, he said, she said, I, if I, me and the kids drop dead right here, I don't even think you would worry. 
He said, well, what good would it do then? You're already dead. He had just got to that place. He's making a joke. He just got to that place that like, I'm not going to worry about anything. Now, he's not talking about, I'm not going to worry about cutting the lawn. I'm not going to worry about getting the kids to school on time. Somebody else is going to get them. Jesus told me not to worry. <laughs> right? I'm not going to worry about eating today. Not going to worry about it. No, he's, he's talking about things that you can't control. Like the, 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 the cares and the struggles of this life that are out of right. You know, he gave us common sense and abilities. and Right? He's talking about trusting him with your heart. And, and not letting this filter... Right? Be clogged with the thoughts and the attitudes and the customs of the world. But let it, be, let it be dominated by the thoughts and the attitudes and the customs of God's word. And it is a process. And it can happen. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. But the word will do it. You just... Put the word in, speak the word, read the word, say the word over yourself. Don't worry about how it's done or when it's going to happen. You just do it. The word is alive. It will start changing the way you think. And, and I can give you a personal testimony. Go ahead and stand. I can give you a personal testimony. This happened like three weeks ago. I'm being very transparent here. <laughs> I wish Pamela was here because it's about her. <laughs> Y'all don't tell her. Caden's going to go home. Go see her in Alton. Mom, Dad. No. We don't rat each other out, do we? No. <laughs> no, he, no, he does rat me out sometimes. I'm like, why'd you tell her that? Don't tell her we bought all that. You know? I'm going to get to it. But I have to break it to her like she needs it to be broken to her. That we bought these items. I'm not going to lie or just go spend money and not, you know. But it's, it's the way you do it, son. You'll learn this wisdom. It will be imparted to him. Oh, another fishing rod. Yeah, I was letting you know about it. I was letting you know about it. I was going to tell you. No. So, no, it was something that's very normal in every marriage. Uh, we had, uh, it was probably me, and I was in the bedroom, and she was in the hallway, and kids were running around and stuff. And She said something. I don't know what she said or how she said it, but it just hit my flesh wrong my flesh and I was like what and and immediately I have this uh I have this one of the confessions I says I refuse to be offended I refuse to be envious prideful I, I say this every day I refuse to take offense I refuse it oh it's gives me I get plenty of opportunities and I don't always pass the test but I get that offense out of my heart and get over it but immediately it just got to my flesh. I was going to bark back at something. And immediately from feeding on the word. The voice of the Holy Spirit says let it go. And do you know what? It wasn't even hard to let it go. When, that, when the voice or the grace of the Holy Spirit. Or the word of the Lord comes to you. The word of the written word. Or the word of the spoken. You know inspiration of the Holy Ghost comes to you. There's grace and there's the ability there to obey that. But what happens is if you suppress that and go with your flesh, then it gets, it gets harder because you're, you're more flesh driven. So he said, let it go. And I said, you're right, let it go. It's nothing. It doesn't even mean anything. It's just going to get me out of peace and joy. And my scriptures that are blessing me today, I just go on. It doesn't even mean anything. 
Amen? We're going to get into the heart of this, and we're going to tell you how to renew your mind. And, and uh, it, I've, got, I've got some real good stuff that, that helped me, that ministered to me, and uh, that will help you in this process of just changing the way you think and walking in freedom every day. Amen? No matter the circumstances. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the promises of God, or yes and amen. Lord, Holy Spirit, uh, help us to think differently. Help us to react differently. Help uh, give us the grace to respond uh, according to your word, Lord. Bring back the, the scriptures that we have put in, Lord. And we are dedicating ourselves here to put more in. Uh, to put your word in that changes us from glory to glory and faith to faith. And we will do it, Lord, and we will be victorious. And we will change the way we think by your spirit and by your word, Lord. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen, amen and amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message helps you draw closer to God as you walk out your faith. We'll see you next week.